<laughs> you are hey, live now. Live. We're, we're here. Can everybody hear us? This is only my second time running the show. And my second time here. Hey, everybody, it's Joelle and Courtney of Solid Hello. Training. And we are running the podcast tonight because Jeff is out of town. So ask your dog training questions. We will give you answers. And Courtney, if you don't know, she is our head trainer. She is a gem. She has a wealth of information. She's the one behind most of the Instagram videos. When you hear her lovely voice speaking, that is Courtney. <laughs> she does all the board and train training. She works with our clients. And now she is going to start showing face in our courses. She's going to be right up in the business. So um, it's been really good. She moved all the way from Providence to Florida to be part of the company because we did not want to let her go. So I'm very grateful she's here. We all do all that work that you were just talking about. Oh, I know. But, you know. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, good. Everyone can see and everyone can hear. Awesome. Abby says, hello and good evening. Hey, Abby. Hello. Now, let's see. Guys, don't forget we have a free training happening on Friday too. 4 p.m. Eastern Standard. It's going to be live. I'm not sure if Jeff is going to be back for it, but me and Courtney are going to be there. Yeah, we'll be there. <laughs> We're going to be working with Cade, the crazy Malinois, who's here from Indonesia. He is a very tough dog and we're making progress though. Yeah. He's doing good. a ton of progress. Like all of a sudden we hit this like moment where we were like, wow, you know what? We have like we're having a big breakthrough moment here. It was amazing. Yeah. So he's doing great this week. He this is. week is a good week. We're definitely turning a corner. It's a good week. Yeah. And it's been like, what, four weeks? It's been four weeks. And he's probably going to be here six. This is like the fourth week. Mm -hmm. And then he's finally making a breakthrough. So don't give up. We already said that in the course, but like, don't quit when you're like we working. Yeah, yeah, we did. We, we did. Like, there are points where like, oh my God. <laughs> we're like, we better. quit. We quit. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Because like, we, like, we say this a lot. I feel like we're like, oh my God. Like, we forget what the process looks yeah. like. The dogs are with us for so long. And then we're like, oh yeah, duh. Like, oh, wait a minute. Like, it's know. going amazing. And we knew it. The it's whole a time. roller coaster. <laughs> it so is. You guys go through it with your dogs. It's normal. Everyone goes through it, even trainers. No better dog training. Oh, that's Chad. He says hi. Hey, Chad. Hi, Chad. How's it going? Uh, Metal Chicks says good evening. Hey. hey. Um, Joyful Canine. Hey, Avi, how's your whining? Oh, this is a comment between our followers. I see. Ah. Uh, mm. Snuggle Buns says hey, everyone. Hey, Snuggle Buns. Hello. Um, Avi said hey, Courtney, you rock. Thanks. You rock. You guys are what make it possible. We need questions or we don't have a show. Yeah, give me questions. Even if it's like, think of something cool. Think of a question that might challenge us. Like, I don't even care if it's something you're experiencing. Mm. Just think of a cool question. Like, oh, if I had a client come to me with like this question, what would I do? If my friend asked me this question, what would I say? Like, There's just ask me anything. It's true. <laughs> so like... Cade with the squirrel situation like Oof. who has dogs that just like they won't even break a heel but they just like hyper fixate on stuff like that's Cade that's Cade or he might forge like this much a little I'm healing but I, I want to kill that fucking squirrel <laughs> over there it's not the best state of mind but the the training is there the obedience is great it's the state of mind it's yeah that isn't all the way there yet which is it's getting better though it, it really is. is getting a lot better today we we were like have at it with a long line and he made good choices last night too we were like have at it go be reactive go you know give him give him the whole leash see what choices he actually makes and he he made good choices overall i feel like really at least did. the past couple days he really did he yeah thought for sure like as soon as we said break he was gonna be like, he was gonna lunge but yeah. he he controlled himself so that was really good to see i mean hit him I, with the squirrels and though. i think that's the part that in this course that we're coming up with, the Common Command course, which is going to show the full 
the whole rehab this process is of huge. huge. We've never shown so much troubleshooting it's ever. Huge. Um, you see a lot of like the small wins, but it's not this big overnight. Like, okay, everything's better. It's like no, it's so gradual. It's so like. It might be the most minute thing, and we're like, "Holy shit, that's mm-hmm. amazing!" For real. And most people are probably like, "Why? Like, that still doesn't even look that great right. for that dog." It's huge. huge. Yes, and it gives us just that little bit that we're like, "Yep, it's gonna get better." In like, like three, four weeks time, like three and a half weeks time, we went from twenty. It took twenty minutes to get him out of the crate. Twenty to thirty minutes to get him out of the crate in a good state of mind. And what did it take today? Two minutes. Two minutes. Two and a half. That's a huge improvement. <laughs> and guys, you need to see this course. This is gonna. This is. I would say this is like my favorite course it's for a sure. Good one, yeah. It's such a good one. <laughs> we were at the cafe today, just chilling. Chilling. Like we had a full blown coffee meal. We were just hanging out. Not once. Like, I didn't even. Think, a lunch didn't someone? even think about it. No. it great. It was really good. Um, no better dog training said is changing languages helping Cade. Oh yeah. Oh, big time. We don't use his sport words at all that's a good point because his owner came in saying like oh he like kind of knows the english words but he mostly knows like everything in german and that's his like drivey work like when i say like Foos, he's like oh, yeah and it's like okay relax so saying heel is been a game changer for him and i can like reshape what heel even means because it's like yeah foos is like you're working crazy dog mode heel is not and then when i say heel and i see that foos in like small ways i can address it because it's like that's not what heel is supposed to look like and you know that so i can really differentiate using the different words um here is the same but i have found that slowed down a little bit too because i don't want him to charge into my legs and like burst into my legs and smash my knees to bits so like if he charges too quickly even if he's doing the right thing i'm just like no that's the wrong state of mind like that's a good point chad thank you mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good point yes let's see um sid says hi ladies hey sid hello joyful canines so thinking of questions out of shape with jeff gone lol how is jeff's dad unfortunately he passed um i think today was actually the service um, so very sad time. Jeff is definitely going to need to take a breather this week. So that's why we are stepping in yeah. to be strong when he can't be. Sabrina said, why did you all move from Rhode Island to Florida? <laughs> the weather. No, I'm just kidding. A little bit, actually. <laughs> um, I would honestly would say that's like the biggest part. We wanted, we, we were wanting to downsize for a long time. We've always wanted like in-home board and train. It's way more intimate and we can get a lot more done when we're only working three to four dogs at a time, like I feel like the dogs now are getting a better experience than ever. Not and the same. owners, the Rhode Island experience was incredible. It was Don't amazing. Wrong. But there's something to be said when like the dogs are with us literally 24 seven. It's true. They get away with nothing. Um, they're going on way more yep. excursions because the weather here is beautiful. I was about to say that outside year round outside time, year round exposure. Because yes. even up in up in Rhode Island, we would go out in the winter to be like, let's go to the park today and try to find dogs and people and kids. You're Nobody not going to find any of that ghost town in the winter. It would be. So. This is way better. Um, and what's cool here is like a lot of our clients. We do get a lot of out of state clients, but way more local clients here, which was not the case in Rhode Island. So we got true. a lot of like New Hampshire, Vermont, New York, New Jersey, 
here our clients like we can go to their houses yeah we're all the best that's the coolest is. thing mm-hmm. so we're like in their homes we're troubleshooting like, yeah that's such a good experience that's very cool and i talk to clients all the time like i'll just text cl- i only have yeah. like four or five dogs at a time for three to four yeah. three to five so it's like i can text the clients personally like every other day and be like you know if yeah. they ask questions or something i can respond right away it's like just much more intimate it really is it it's really what we, is. me and jeff have wanted that for a long time so once courtney said she was down to move we're like, wouldn't do it. Uh, metal chicks is oh god we were just talking about this today what what has been your most difficult dog to train oh my god we were just we couldn't even come up with just a single one though the caliber of dogs that we saw in rhode island was like we literally were like we people must think we're exaggerating when we talk about this like we're making it up but it's like we're not like we could write a book on it some of the shit (laughs) we've seen today um I would say who's in like the top five friggin what like milo milo is t- intense resource guard resource guarder with her crazy Penny. aggression her These barrier dogs aggression. Are like mentally they might be they might a be. little bit you know what i mean like they there's something tough. a little off like when you see like a gleam in their eyes and you're like there's something weird about that dog but they end up doing like i know good. i was gonna say like we haven't had any cases where we're just like mm, boo that like completely fail it's like no like but buddy penny but he was bad just because he was like he was very sensitive dog very in general. Sensitive, he was wicked, aggressive. but also wicked aggressive. So a sensitive, aggressive dog. It was like a weird combo, but he ended up doing amazing. His owners were like so happy. Yeah. Penny's owners had a newborn baby when they took Penny home, and they were like, "She's amazing." They were like mind blown with this transformation because she did so good. But she was crazy. She bit Joelle like five times. <laughs> she went say, after I her. Think I have the most PTSD from Penny. I'm not gonna lie. For like Apollo, little... she was little. She was little. She was like a little cattle dog mix. Dog. And she had horrible barrier aggression. So, like, when she's out of the kennel, she's fine. She's doing great. You go to put her in that kennel or try to take that leash off. She's whipping around so fast. Dude, it was insane. She hates corrections did not work on her. No, she's like part of the 1% of dogs. Yes. Made her worse. She'd go into massive defense. Defense, yep. We had to finagle it. I think by the end, we got it to where, like, we'd shut the door and she would just be like, (laughs) and we were like, like, okay, we'll take it fine <laughs> we're like you can't it's honestly That's like just coming out of you or like we'll take it mm-hmm. she couldn't help it i talked to like the girl from pups main about that like that girl chelsea who came to our seminars and stuff i yeah. talked to her about penny because i was just like that was one dog that we were like she is growling right now when we shut the door but we were like that's worlds away from what she was doing worlds it's like, coming out of her as we shut the door she's like <sighs> And we're like, you know what? The intent wasn't there. It wasn't there. That's all we care about. The intent, the state of mind. And it was like super solid by the end. Yeah. She was really terrible. Apollo the Husky was pretty bad. There was like some pretty extreme cases. I feel like Milo was the worst resource guarder. For sure. He was. Like almost, you were pretty new with I was still new with solid canine. (laughs) Joel's literally like, get your toes wet. She was like, so we got this massively aggressive dog in. And by massive, I mean, he's humongous. He's like 120 pounds. So you know what? Take a whack. (laughs) You got this. You've you've learned enough. I'm like, all right. And he ended up being really, really good, though. He was great by the end. I love him. I love him, too. I loved him by the end. He was so fun. Anyway, sorry. 
long rant, long rant. Jamie says, what are your criteria to determine if it's time to allow a try at going off leash? Ooh, good question. Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, totally tuned in. Like with Cade today, we had him doing like a long line leash drag and we were doing recall with him and he would come when we called him, but he would either A, like kind of sniff on the way a little bit or like B, when he got to me, he would sit facing the opposite direction of me. So he's not facing me anymore. And that would just, those little tiny things right there tell me, you know what, he's not ready for any kind of off leash. If he can't come and commit to that recall and stop and face the right direction, which he usually does every single other time, then he's not ready for off leash because it's like a little too distracting Then no. So I guess just I don't want to say everything being perfect because that's not like totally realistic, but pretty much everything being perfect. The, like, how do they respond to the correction? <laughs> to the, the correction. Best they're just blowing through corrections. Yep. Or you correct them and then they're still like half assing it. It's like you have not earned off these freedom. Exactly. Yet. They you need to respect that behavior. Yes. Yes big time and I could just imagine like a dog who's way away from you because they like bolted towards something and you correct them and they're not like oh I better immediately rush back to that person or my owner or whatever they're just kind of like oh I'll take the correction but keep doing maybe my own thing or like they have a habit of doing that it's like no then you haven't earned off leash freedom yet yeah that's a good question though um rat paw says i told one of my clients who wanted to train a great peer to stop charging other dogs that unless she's willing to train every day to reshape his behaviors then we shouldn't have to start it am i right i mean we train it every day but do we set up charging dogs every single day no we train we work in other ways every day you know there's structure in in each day yeah so i guess it depends on like what you mean by work every day. every day. So right. like, I mean, yeah, she needs to make consistent efforts and yeah. start patterning the behavior she does want. Because if she just wants to correct her dog for lunging and do nothing else, like you're missing really half the picture. Yeah. yeah. Like she, definitely structure inside. If she's willing to do structure inside every day, structure right outside her front door and stuff like that, she doesn't have to necessarily set up a dog reactive situation every day, but just the general structure. So if she's willing to do that, then yeah, just the leadership stuff. Like don't fall, don't fall back on cuddling only and having nothing but fun with your dog. Joyful canine, is it okay to allow a dog to pacify carrying an object in their mouth while working and walking? Otherwise, incessantly whines, bounces, screams, perfect with ball and mouth. I mean, it's, we're both like, we're like mm, because, you know, it's like, oh, is that like a tool like any other tool? You know what I mean? It's like, oh, that's just a tool that stops him from whining, just like the e-collar stops a dog from whining or this stops a dog from pulling. But to me, it's like kind of a crutch. Yeah. And I, I, I wouldn't. I've never in my career had to do that. So no. I'm thinking I would try to troubleshoot it first because... Yeah, to me, that just there might be just something missing. There. I think there's like something missing, or there's like a relationship problem if that has to be the case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My main main says I have a question. How do you handle a dog that can exist amongst people, but once they engage him, like speak to him, pay attention to him, he barks aggressively at them? Like we kind of see that sometimes with dogs, where like their behavior is really really good, and then when a dog in a person in public is like, oh the dog is suddenly like okay i'm on guard but there's a few things that we do during training that help prevent that a we constantly are doing that to the dog like kind of berating them with like a oh hi doggy like while they're on place or while they're in a down state oh my goodness hi to like kind of prove them it. off of that yeah and then the other thing is like maybe your own position to the dog so like maybe if 
people are paying attention to the dog? Are you suddenly do you like step between the person and the dog and say, no, thank you. He doesn't want attention right now. Like you could definitely do that to kind of advocate for the dog. Um, I'm sorry. I petted him. So I reinforced him for not listening. He's like all excited that Courtney's here. Not even. never seen her before. (laughs) This is why you teach your dog to settle. True. Um, but that's a good, that's a good question. I feel, I feel like we just proof it a lot, lot, lot. And we stand guard from the dog when they're in public. Like if, especially initially, if they haven't gotten over that yet, it's like, if somebody approaches me, I'm immediately between the dog and the person being like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Hold the phone. Get away from me. Like, don't yeah. even talk to my dog. So, but we proof it. Yeah, definitely. We proof it. And that's like, that's something we would call like a stranger protocol. Like True. we had a dog that was known for being aggressive with like eye contact, we would set it up. Set up eye contact. Everyone come look at the dog. Everyone come over, come home. Joel, come over, stare at that dog while he's on place and really challenge that. Start quoting or like getting all weird. It's like you give a correction. So you you have to prove it just like anything else. Yeah. Um, Because there's definitely alternate coping skills. Like Cade was a little bit like that. He was, yeah. If you have a problem with people looking at you, just turn your head. Like, you, there's other things you can do. But in the course, we cover it so much because I know I just keep talking about the course, but it's seriously that good. But like in the course, we cover like everything leading up to something like that that could happen. It's like we are strict on the body position of the dog, where the head is, like how the dog is laying, how the dog is looking at people who are passing by. Like we're just strict on it and you can see how, you know, we're not just correcting the crap out of a dog for like every movement, but like you can see how we use the remote to like talk to the dog before an event like that happens. So it's, it's such a good one. Um, let's see, Diane, if a dog does default to a command heel, does it know if it's not in command, it stays there for a while. Do you correct if it breaks or say break to the dog to stop the heel? So it sounds like it's just offering that behavior. It's just like offering place when you say out. Mm-hmm. It's like we'll tell the dog out and they'll like go and lay on the bed. But like, are they wrong for getting up when you leave the room? No. So like, just like when today at the park, we had Cade on break and I was like, Cade, break. And he stayed in like an almost heel. Yeah. But I was like, whatever, that's break still, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like you, you just, do what you, want. you can do what you want. You just gotta, you, you have to be like clear with your dog, I guess. It's like, if you say break and they like kind of keep a heel, Bonnie did that all the time. I would tell Bonnie, break, like go sniff. But what I don't want to do is be like, oh, break. And then Bonnie like kind of stays in a heel. And I'm like, break, break, like go, go. Like, I don't want to encourage that because it's like, hey, it's good that you're following me. That's awesome. And then the other side of it is like, if they break heel after that point, they're not breaking heel. So don't, definitely don't correct it. Yeah, I guess if you want them to be in a heel, just say. Say it. Heel, Mm -hmm. you're in a heel now. Constance says, hey, pretty ladies. Hey, Hey. how are you, you, girl? Metal Chicks has said, any advice to set up situations to correct? He will go from the most chill to the absolute most. That's the case. I need more context. Like, in what way? Like, reactivity or just, like, excitement? Give me a little more context, Metal Chicks, though. But I think I know what you're talking about because I'm pretty sure you have, if I'm thinking of the right person, is it the white German Shepherd dog? Is he reactive? That I see on Instagram. I think he's reactive. If I'm thinking of the right What was the question? Can you just say it one more time for me? Uh, oh okay there was more it got cut off oh i think my dog is resource guarding people from other dogs but not every dog same with being reactive okay not every dog or situation i'm so confused because it's not a consistent trend not consistent Hmm. well what when is your dog around other dogs and it's like a free-for-all where they can resource guard around other dogs 
Bonnie's owner was kind of having that problem because she was like, well, when other dogs come over and they like go to Bonnie's bone or her bowl, I'm not saying that you're doing this, but like, then she gets upset and it's like, well, yeah. Or like resource guard people. That was Mm. like a thing for Bonnie too. It's like if another dog approached while she was getting pet, she would attack because she was like guarding the person. So is that what you're talking about with resource guarding? Like a little bit more context there would help. Yeah. A little more context. Um, good as gold. Oh, it's Susan. It's Cowboys. Oh, oh, I love seeing you both. I'm sorry for jab hugs to Cowboy. Nick hey. almost, Nick was like, bring Cowboy tonight. Wouldn't that be so funny? And I was like, I don't know. That I don't think Joel would appreciate it, but he would just sit right here. He would just lay in my lap. He's doing great. Okay. Metal Shifts says it's when he's at the pet sitter mm. and there are maybe five dogs. All have been males, most mm. very young. I mean, it could be lack of just leadership in general. In general. So he's like, oh, I can get away with it here. True. Or when that, when stuff's happening around a specific person, I always look to the handler and like their skill set and like maybe something's missing there. I don't know why our camera keeps going out. This is like so annoying tonight. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know why this is happening. Um, we. I mean, I know they can hear us. It's just the camera being oh, okay. weird. So you can keep talking. And then, um, like you know, sometimes clients will be like, "Okay, now my dog has been trained through your board and train. So can I take him to like any?" Like, I'm talking a dog, like a normal dog. Can I take him to a doggy daycare? Or, like, when we go away, can I board him with this random facility? And it's like, you absolutely can do that. But are the people going to follow through with commands? Obviously not. Do the people have full control, voice control over every single dog where they're going to listen no matter what? Probably not. So you're kind of putting your dog in this, like, unknown situation where you can't know exactly why they did it that's probably why it's as inconsistent as you're saying is because there's not a lot of tell it's like if you're not there to see what led up to it then you can't know anything other than my dog lashed out it's like that's the last thing that happens usually yeah and she even said they do let him get away with murder there because they love him i think i need to reinforce the rules that i would want mm-hmm. that, definitely. that's definitely true if they're willing if they can if they're capable because you don't want them to like muddy the training by like messing it up or you know I don't know. I, I think it's just, yeah, like what exactly what you said. It's just you have to like trust the pet professional and know that they're going to follow through. Yeah. Uh, Joyful Canine said it's like smaller classes for kids, way more efficient and more one on one. Some board and trains have 15 or more at a time. Whew. Yeah, that's a lot. Even at our huge facility, we never took more than Even like when we had like three trainers, we had trainers, we would have like eight because we didn't want more than a couple dogs per trainer. Right. Like, you just can't get everything done. Yeah, that's, that's okay. overwhelming. Uh, Sawblade Entertainment said, so I wanted a working dog for a change of pace this time, so I got a blue healer mix to work up to a Belgian Malinois, but I've been thinking maybe he mixed with one. Even the vet agrees by act and looks. As in he's nuts? As We've like, had yeah. some crazy cattle, cattle dogs, though. Cattle dogs can be pretty. We've had some wild cattle dogs. I used to think I wanted one until I worked with a few, and I'm like, <laughs> like mm, this is a lot of dogs. It is. They're intense. They are like little males, though. Yeah. We've met some crazy ones. <clears throat> Ryan said, do you correct the barely there wine and a yawn? No. If it's a yawn. No. No. And also the way that we do it, again, this is all covered in the course. Again, I keep saying that, but this course is seriously so good. Okay. So this is covered in the course, but like what we're talking about in the calm to calm on command, calm on command course mm-hmm. um, is how and why and when we correct a wine. So like we don't want the dog to escalate, right? So if you hear a dog be like, and you know that's gonna make it escalate to like a uh, 
and then like barking, then you would correct it early on. But we want the dog to self-soothe and learn how to self-soothe and learn how to like calm themselves. So if we hear a little whine, it's kind of like we have to like, we have to know in the moment. Judge the situation. We have to judge it to be yeah. like, are you about to escalate or are you coming down with this wine? Is this your yeah. wine that brings you down or is it the wine that brings you up? And mm-hmm. then our numbers are based on whether or not. Every dog is different. Different than Wes. Like Wes can be a whiner at times, but like I know once he does like a certain pitch, I'm like, okay, like, he's going to give up and like. <laughs> right. Exactly. So it, whining can be. I'm telling you, I'm like, I'd rather work with a biting dog than same. a whining dog. It same. is hard. 100% same. And you'll, you're will you going to see in the course, like, it's it's a lot. I wish there was, like, a secret <laughs> thing we could just be like, this is what you do to stop whining. That would be amazing. It's literally different for every yes, single dog. It is. Um, Nardines says 200-pound <laughs> English Mastiff, Ooh. three years old. Oh, my God. Tips for solidifying compliance of commands. I need her to be better with ignoring on walks because I want to walk her with my stroller and not get dragged if she messes up. That is definitely a concern. Yeah. Um, I would say we have tons of courses that can help you train a rock-solid heel. Um, Green to Graduate being, like, our best course for that. I think we have, like, a mini walking masterclass Mm -hmm. so if you only want to focus on the walk you can do that one but if you want compliance for all your obedience do our green to graduate program like there's just nothing else like it we cover leash work we cover e-collar work you'll know how to fully remote collar train your dog and with those huge 100 100 pound plus dogs e-collar is going to be your best i was about to say like after you finished i was going to say sometimes we get those dogs in and we put like a prong on them or something and it's just like they don't they don't even They'll pull right through it. So they don't even feel it. Most dogs these days, they they learn e collar heel like immediately. immediately. Session one is like that's like the first thing we do is e collar heel and just pressure on, pressure off. And it's way less conflict. It is so much less. Everybody knows whoever's tried to condition a prong collar, there's certain dogs they'll flip, they'll alligator roll, they freak out. We just don't see that with e collar at all. Even though e collar gets such a bad rap, it's like. We just don't see that. Yeah. There's no conflict. So, and you, and it doesn't take force. It's just a little bit of nuance until the dog's like, all right, cool. Like we're rocking and rolling. Cause like I, neither of us could force a 200 pound dog to do shit. No. You kidding me? It doesn't work that way. No. Um, let's see. Jeannie says today I told a person, no, don't talk to my dog. That was the first time I've ever had the strength to do that. Oh, I felt no. pretty good. Good Congratulations. Nice. That's awesome. That yeah, takes a lot. Get way more confident with that oh yeah. It does take time though. I understand. Like even in, you know, I've been dog training for like 12 years. It takes time to be able to be like, Oh, Raj's owner. So we just did his. Oh yeah, so good. It was great. And we were in Home Depot, and she was like, (laughs) she's really nervous, and I don't blame her. She's got history with hair. And someone came up like, "Oh, black German, can I give him a treat?" She she didn't even have the word. She got in front of him. She got in between. And the lady read the body. Yeah, she got in between. It was like, "Uh, uh, uh, like he's training." And the lady stopped right as she stepped forward in a panic. The lady was like, "Oh, okay." Just I think sometimes body language body is language. more powerful. It's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. That's why we have the back, the heel, where the heel, the dog is behind us in heel. So we can literally be in front to be like, no, 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 no. Exactly. Yeah, <clears throat> so important. 
Oh, look who's here, Lokahi. Lokahi. Well, I hope you're doing well. Oh my God. I hope you're doing good too. I talk to him sometimes. Yeah, me too. Here. <laughs> okay. He's treating you well. Yeah, seriously. Um, my main main says good stuff. Thanks. Thanks. Snardine said, thank you. That's the problem. I cannot use the prong effectively. She's just too big. She's kind, slow, and a little stubborn. I'm okay with trying e-collar. Sure. Definitely check out Green to Graduate. Absolutely. Game changer. Um, let's see. Metal Chicks said, should I just ask them to withhold a lot of attention to help balance out what he thinks he should get? The dog at daycare. Well, I mean, it's tough because even if they're withholding holding attention and he's approaching them for attention and he's egging them on for attention and then another dog approaches because he's getting excited, what if he still thinks like, oh, I have to like, I could just see that happening. I'm just like thinking worst case scenario. I but ask them to just be enforce more rules versus like, oh, don't give him so much attention. It's like hold him highly accountable. Mm-hmm. Make him do his commands, you know. Out him. Out him away from things. Away. Like, yeah, out him away. Because <clears throat> just, just ignoring is... I mean, dogs will just... They get they reinforce themselves with their own behavior. So ignoring all, doesn't do anything. All the time. And if you really pay attention to that stuff, like, you'll pick it up. And that's, again, why I'm like, I need to know who the handler is. Mm-hmm. Because with Wes and Tex, they have a very interesting relationship where Tex will pick up on Wes's subtle cues. Right. But if another dog didn't, Right. I would then have to step in and be like, Wes, cut the shit. Right. So it's good that my two males have that dynamic, but with someone else who might miss it. For all I know, all hell could break loose. So, like, I don't know. I've just never... I don't know. I only leave my dogs with very specific people for a reason. So, Courtney being one of them. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Changing said Green to Graduate is a godsend. The most amazing program. Thank you. Oh. Thank you so much. Thank you that so much. My day. That's amazing. We literally have clients all the time who are like, "What? What do you? What do you recommend for further training on this?" I'm like, you know what? If anything ever messes up, or if you feel like you're sloppy somewhere, buy Green to Graduate. Mm-hmm. Work on that from scratch to finish with your dog, and then I bet it'll be better. A million dollars. Like yeah. it really is it's such a a, an amazing program. <laughs> Let's see. Joyful Canine, when do you find it beneficial to flood the dog? Over a year of foundation, off-leash trained, bite history was reactive. Perfect now, not great with other dogs, but off-leash, one-on-one, good now. Want to know, want to now integrate with the pack. He's on muzzle and e-collar, slow, doesn't seem to be as productive. Thinking of throwing him into my balance pack of eight or so and just correcting any nonsense. It's a hard one because socialization can be tricky. Just like um, whining, it's like different for every dog. And like, if your whole thing of, mo- of flooding is just socialization, so she's not, they're not talking about like flooding with squirrels or environment. They're talking yeah. about specifically with other dogs and socialization. I mean, the way that we do it is we like have that dog who's problematic, typically on like a long line, and we'll like either have them dragging it or we'll be holding the end of it. And any dog that comes near that dog's bubble, we out them. We're yeah. just like, hey, stay away from that dog. Yeah. Let them adjust. Yeah, we just advocate for that dog who's uncomfortable, who we know has a history. We're like, you know what? This dog has a bubble around them until they actually feel secure. So technically, like I think we do call it, we call it flooding with guidance. It is, We're not yeah. just like, hey, go figure it out. Right. We let them know, like, yeah, you're advocated for. You're advocated for. We have verbal control over every dog in this, like, yard. That, I feel like, makes dogs ease up so fast. When we say, like, ow, and the dog's, like, move away, the dog that's uncomfortable is, like, oh, okay, I can, like, relax because, like, they got my back. Mm -hmm. That's what we often see, so. 
Lokahi says, I have a client's dog that barks like crazy at people who come to the house. She will let out little barks and huffs, even though she's been corrected. What would you recommend? I mean, obviously, Lokahi's a dog trainer. So, like, obviously, he's set up door knocking and stuff. I'm assuming that the dog doesn't react when the dog knows that it's a setup, it's a setup right? Because <laughs> some dogs just know that. I mean... Aries was like that for a little while because she was so afraid. She would still be like a little yippy, and it just took a lot of time and a lot of people coming in the house, honestly. I mean, a dog who's still doing it, I don't know. I... It's like those little underlying, like, like the, yeah, like the, the last word. The last word. That's like what it is. It depends. Like, is it, are you making like, progress? Right. <laughs> and like, sometimes I'll just pick my battles. Exactly. That's like, what I was okay, going to say. A couple grumbles. Mm -hmm. You get a correction, a couple grumbles, like, and it's over. That's better than, let's say, when you first came in. Yeah. And you were just nonstop and a bark would send you, just like Cade, a bark would, like, a correction would send Cade. So he'd be like, oh, rrr, rrr, and then you correct him. And he's like, rrr, rrr. <laughs> he would like challenge the correction. And now what we're seeing is when we correct him, he comes down. So, like, if you're making progress in that way, I would say stick with it. That's just like what we were talking about today. We were like, we didn't think we could make progress with this dog. And then all of a sudden, we're seeing breakthroughs. We yeah. say that with, like, every dog. But, like, we're like, we suck. And then we're like, oh, wait, we're actually geniuses. <laughs> that happens all the time. Really hard we are, though. Yeah. We are. And maybe you're being hard on yourself, Lokahi. I bet yeah. there's improvement that you're seeing in a lot of areas that will just, in, in general, probably start helping. Yeah. We were talking about doing... Um, is the dog doing this in the crate or on place or both? We were talking about having the crate be like place with the door open with mm -hmm. Cade. So it was like, he knows he has to be calm on place. He knows that. So we were like, oh, what if we say place and then we have the door open of the crate and we kind of have him understand that that's like kind of a place situation where he has to be calm. We troubleshoot in weird ways in the calm to yeah. command, like, of course. We break our own rules sometimes. We do. Like, we need to figure it out. Yes, yes. That's one thing is like, we just, we figure it out. Yep. Eventually we do. Yes. Um, Heidi says the house was dark and we were in bed for the night. I could not get him to release. Is this a sign he will attack people? He has attacked. Hold on. I'm missing something. Heidi. Me too. Is there more to that? If it was a really long thing, YouTube sometimes will cut it off. Can you retype it please? Cause I don't know what happened. Oh, Joyful K9 said, this is why offering boarding and sitting to training clients is fantastic. I charge a bit more, but it keeps the routine and ensures proper maintenance. Yep. Exactly. So mm -hmm. important. Let's see. I haven't looked at Instagram in a bit. Nothing on there. Okay. We'll stick to YouTube for now. I'm like going between like three different things because <laughs> we're streaming on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. I'm wondering Apple. how you did that. Yeah. Sawblade said, yeah, he's mouthy, energy high level, willing to climb on anything I want. Exactly what I needed. He's 11 months old tomorrow. Nice. Awesome. Okay. So he's talking about the cattle dog. Mm -hmm. That's, that's cool. I'm glad. I mean, yeah, they're drivey. They're nuts. Mm -hmm. They're kind of nuts. Allison said, hi, ladies. Hey, hi. Suzanne, thank you for sending the calm on command session link for December 8th. I signed up. Awesome. Good. It's going to be a good one. It's my favorite course so far, I think. Even though Green New Graduate is like, should be like... You should have to do it before you do the common yeah. command because the common command is all state of mind, but we do state of mind stuff like kind of during, but like a lot, like after we teach a foundation. Yeah. So foundation and then like with the foundation, like once that's in place, we can start getting like deeper and deeper and exactly. deeper into like the nitty gritty. Exactly. So any dog that's going to do the full common command course should have baseline obedience, mm -hmm. but... If your dog doesn't, I'm including a whole leash work program. So you can at least put baseline obedience on your dog. So nice. we're not going to just leave you hanging and be like, 
sucks. You don't have baseline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think the majority of the people who are going to opt into this course probably have baseline already. Uh, Joyful Canine said, you can withhold affection for two to four weeks and only give essential needs and change a dog's perspective huge. If they've gotten free affection for their lives, it could be a good tactic in the process. Absolutely. Yeah, and we see that all the time with dogs who are like, when we withhold affection, or I wouldn't even say that. It's like we just are not super affectionate during... I mean, good job. We're very... What's the word? We're very... We're like very aware of when we give it. Yeah, I guess I should say like yes. we're not just giving up free affection all day, and of what it does to the dog. So if yeah. I'm like good boy and I'm petting them, and then they start rubbing all over me, getting into my lap, and like breaking getting weird, in. breaking command, I'm like, okay, your affection did, that did not help. The no, situation. it's hurting. The situation. It's hurting the situation, so I'm like not going to use it. Every time you pet your dog, it breaks command, right. and then you have to say no and correct it. Right? Like what a fucked up relationship. <laughs> like so bad why would you just help your dog by not petting them exactly your dog does not need pets yes we mostly pet our dogs for our own selfish needs it's true um heidi said sorry my comment didn't go through but oh, okay my dog killed my cat last night i'm scared he will want to people oh i see well as you've shown like that's human a, reactivity yeah, there's a, a big difference between cats and i'm humans. so sorry about your cat that's so sad holy crap yeah has, so, did anything lead up to that? Like, I'm so curious. That's crazy. Well, that's where the other, I'm like, to find the other comment. Oh, yeah, what The house was dark and we were in bed for the night. I could not get him to release. Is this a sign he will attack people? He's also attacked wildlife. In if your dog is attacking something, I mean, just saying, grab like a leash or slip lead and like choke the dog. And I don't mean choke them unconscious. I just mean like give a choke up and the dog will literally like yeah, release. They have, to get, they have to get air. They have to release. But okay, so you have a prey driven dog, is what right. it sounds like. Does that mean it's going to bite people? No, but it definitely means there's a huge lack of impulse control going on. Like, my dogs are prey driven. Trust me, they'll chase any small animal if given the opportunity. But if I tell them to knock it off or say no, they will stop dead in their tracks. I've stopped them from chasing deer mid sprint. No, here they come flying back. So like, exactly. You've got to put that impulse control in place. So. Does this mean automatically your dog's aggressive and is going to start biting humans? Not necessarily, but I would say that's, you know, you can start doubling down on your training, way more rules, structure, boundaries, working on impulse control. First thing I would start is with like a solid out command, a solid recall. Um, and we have free videos on all of that. <clears throat> I don't, I don't know the scenario exactly, obviously. And I don't know how long you've had your dog, how long you've had your cat, but like if somebody was to say to us, so we just got a cat. How do we like have the dog and the cat coexist normally? We would be like, okay, well, the dog stays separated from the cat unless you're working the dogs like with the cat, literally working them, tools on and everything. They have a baseline obedience. Their leash is on. You can do place while you have the cat walk around the room. And if the dog looks at the cat the wrong way or goes to get off place, you give them a big correction. So it's like, that is what we would say if somebody was introducing a cat. So like, what kind of foundation did you do with your cat and your dog together? Was there like a a really good foundation and this just happened and you're just like, oh my God, what a huge accident, which I understand. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot you, there's a lot of work you could definitely do with your dog, like impulse control, tons of work, obedience. And avoidance around any small animal pretty much. That's going to be e-collar. It's going to be a high level correction on the e-collar. 
pretty much what we're doing Cade with the squirrels yeah and like not food so like no. of course i'm sure Cade would work for food and like ignore squirrels for food but that's still the same drive like it's like he's driving on he's driving on the squirrels and then i'm like oh be driving on the food it's like i don't want that i'd rather just be like hey you're you're not driving right now you don't look at them like that like period yeah because I, I think that's the big thing is like a lot of people will say oh, well redirect the drive we're like well in this scenario we want it we don't want it. We want yeah. it under control. We don't we want to redirect it, on it. Impulse control. Right. We don't want it to go somewhere else. It's right. Like, just, yes, suppress it for the moment. You can bring it back out later when Absolutely. we're playing Chuck it, when we're doing the bike, when we're having fun. But, like, you need impulse control. Yeah. Joyful Canine said if he has a leash on, he's tense as hell. And there's tension, he shuts down. He used to redirect on handlers. I would always have a leash driver. Always. Same. Even if it's not on a prong, have it on a slip lead or a dominant dog collar, but, or just a little tab leash then. Yeah. Something so that God forbid a fight broke out, you have something to hold on to. Yeah. Um, That sucks. Even with you, he does that. Like, even with you, he's re like doing, being weird with the leash. Mm. Maybe there's some foundation work. Or maybe you need to just take the leash and walk him around then. It's like, let me show you. Let me show you how to walk around a pack of dogs. Yeah. Sometimes these guys just don't know. Yeah. Linda said, I'm so happy to see you epic ladies tonight. Major thanks to Courtney for her videos. I now have confidence to advocate for my dog. And I immediately think, what would Courtney do in dicey situations? <laughs> That's life amazing. Changing stuff? Yeah. Love it. Love it. But Kahi said she will still do the underlying bark and huff in the setups. This dog is only three days mm-hmm. old. Oh, so, okay. And we've been setting it up a lot. She's improving for sure. I'm just expecting more. I understand because we expect more too. And sometimes we're like, oh my God, like Kate is still whining, even though it's been two weeks, like, ugh. But then on the third and a half week, he literally is getting like more silent, like just quieter. Much quieter. So, so it, yeah, three it, days is like. Yeah, that's like nothing. Three days with Kate. Yeah. Sometimes we like. <laughs> Once you start implementing all the other structure, I'm sure mm-hmm. it'll be fine. Yes, absolutely. Sawblade said he's doing pretty well when I tell him to chill and go lay down, but going to the Zoom on the 8th anyways to see what new stuff I can learn. Amazing. Awesome. Good. It's good that he has a chill, though. Build that. He's only 11 months, right? Mm-hmm. Build that chill as much as you can. That structured downtime is huge. Allison Rose, the holiday photo shoot went amazing. My lines are killing me, but my regular client dogs killed it. And it was so easy to take their pictures. The left scene <laughs> goggles were, well, we did the damn thing. Only one nervous pee <laughs> and one stress poop out of more than 50 dogs. Damn. That's, good for you. That's amazing. It's like a cute little like Christmas photo shoot for all her clients. That's awesome. Okay, what noise did you use? Did you do the literally Wes? a squeaker like remove from a toy that would make the dogs like break though that always makes my dogs break joyful canine oh that was a response to someone else suzanne said is there a difference in effectiveness between a prong collar with prongs all going the same direction versus a herm springer which splits direction at the throat location 100 percent those other prongs literally just like put pressure forward on the neck typically or if they do tighten it's like not an even tighten on both sides like that you might as well just have a flat buckle with spikes on it true like what everyone thinks it's so inhumane. It's like, well, yeah, it's all, it's all... <laughs> but the prong evenly like distributes it throughout the prong. Made to not choke the dog. Yeah, or hurt the dog at all, or anything like that. So I, I feel like the even pressure makes it easier to work on things like the sit with leash pressure, the down with leash pressure. Um, 
the pops mean more. Everything is just better with the Hermspringer, honestly. And even when we're like, remember when they were like, we couldn't find Hermspringers for like a bit or they were like so hard to buy. We were like, yeah, we have to get them. I was like, still, no matter what, we were like, we have to have those because we we wouldn't just settle for like some other prong. Yeah, I would just do prong. a slip lead and e-collar. I would rather I just do a slip lead than any, any other prong. Yeah. Um, let's see. Joyful Canines and Courtney, have you ever had a bad bite or attack? Yes. Nice. <laughs> I've been bit many a times. Um, yeah. The last one was on my leg really bad by a Dutch Shepherd. Uh, she bit me, or he bit me like three times. Um, this German Shepherd was like, has the longest nose in the world, Rex. His nose is, is like, it must, it, be, it must be world record long. I don't know how, but he got my entire hand into his mouth and he bit down here on the bottom and of my wrist. Like, so the fucking it was like, bad. You can't like bend your hand for like a week. I thought it was broken. And it's like great. Mm. Now I'm useless because half the time it's your freaking leash handling. Yeah, hands. yeah. Like, exactly. Leash. I haven't been to the hospital for a bite, but like Jeff has. Did yeah, have, right. I don't. I haven't been to a hospital for a bite, but yes, I've Sometimes been bit I'll many still, times. Like, proactively get a round of antibiotic. Sure, sure. Yeah. I remember, and it kept opening and I stuff. Just taped it up. Yeah, but then you would pull the tape off, and it would just be like, "Well, it's open again." I know. I had a gnarly scar from the still. <laughs> Brutal. I'm like, at that, at, at this point, I'm just like, "Fuck it." Put some tape on it. I don't know. I've been attacked. Yes. <laughs> Constance, I will say, luckily, I've never been like mauled no I me neither bites, yeah but... me too me too yeah never mauled never the face I mean, or the neck safety protocols in place. i was gonna we say we advocates of muscle. yeah mm-hmm. so many protocols like anytime i've ever been bit it's really caught me off guard like i wasn't expecting it from that particular dog yeah um when they were seeing us during the mastermind work misty and she went to like bite us a couple times everyone was just like this is blowing oh, my yeah. mind they were like i can't believe courtney's like She's risking it all, but I didn't even feel like in danger. She was no intent behind that. She was all. like snappy, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Anyway, like, let's try again. And everyone's like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "I don't think she's gonna attack me." No, <laughs> she was goofy. Constance said, "I've been checking out training styles. You say five trainers, five different ways, and I'm so glad I found y'all first. People don't realize how easy and efficient you make it for us. I'd still be crying in the corner if I had started my pack <laughs> transformation anywhere else. Oh, we love you, Constance. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. But it is true. It really is true. Uh, well, yeah, we have different advice than what we gave you last week because that shit didn't work. No so kidding. For real. Or we'll see other trainers who talk a lot." scientifically who go into the why this and the why the dog did that and we're just like here's what you do to fix it this and like do this and like try this and we give like solutions we're like very solution based i feel like that helps seen a lot though i will say it's like i'm grateful for the amount of dogs we've been able to handle through the years Mm -hmm. between seminars and the boarding trains and We've just seen a lot. So much. A lot. Like some stuff you're like, wow. Like remember Humphrey who could not get in the car without pooping everywhere. Like this dog could not. He'd get he in behaviorally the car pooped. <laughs> he had a hundred opportunities to poop all day. Five walks. As soon as he lay down in the car. Get in the car. He shit. He would just poop nuggets it's and like, lay in them. What? 
Like you can't make this stuff up. I that, swear. But the training helped, and that was all state of mind work. It wasn't like we're like no pooping. We were just like actually at one point that, <laughs> we were like all right. I was like enough. See, that's enough. Go up, and we we're like, no. and I'm like, that's the like the pre the precursor to shitting. So there's so much leading up I'd to this see though. The tail go up, and I would and be like, like nope, settle. It was it's like a settle. It was a settle. It's like a chill out, dude. And like relax. He's like, oh, like, oh sorry, sorry. You're like I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. And that was soft. crazy. Really soft We've seen the weirdest things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can't say that. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, e-collar stopped the pooping, but it's like, it was state of mind. It's every, all the state of mind oh, work. State of mind yeah, work. we've seen a lot. But I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, my dog's so bad. I've been through so many trainers, so solid canine. <laughs> so it's like, we see a lot. We've seen it all. <laughs> um, let's see. Allison said, yes, I did all the noises. <laughs> That's how it goes. It really is. Constance said, it's become more and more clear how great your courses are. The more I research outside of the community, you guys saved my life, my marriage, my sanity. Oh. We had an untrained guest dog here for three days and it reminded me how miserable we were. I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> I love you, dude. Love you too, Constance. <laughs> That's <Yikes>. so funny. <laughs> untrained oh, guest dog. Yep. Brutal. Brutal. For real. It's one thing if they're untrained and just like quiet and calm, but if they're like bouncing off the walls. Uh, Metal Chicks is like, Courtney, how did you find Jeff and Joelle to become a, and become a trainer? Oh my God, let me You were oh, a trainer before us. I, yeah, I was already a trainer. I've been training for a really long time and I had like mentors and I did like, you know, private sessions and I opened a business like a long time ago that did like dog walking and daycare and dog training classes and stuff like that. And then I left that business, right? And I moved to California, did bed bug work. Like I, I had like a search canine who searched for bed bugs. Um, that was such a fun job. I loved doing that. I just worked with a dog like, eight hours a day a working dog like it was cool it was cool even though it was gross but then i come back from california to massachusetts i go home and one day jeff saw my um resume on like uh what is the linkedin or whatever indeed who cares someplace and he gave me a call and he was like hey come in for an interview like you sound great and at the time i like did not have a job i had just gotten back from california so i was like perfect and then i went for an interview and i think i talked about this last time jeff was just like blasting questions at me he was like all right 20 questions rapid fire here you go i was just like oh my god here we go everyone was (laughs) because he was just like what would you do if a dog did this okay next question how about this all right next question if a client said this (laughs) stuff like that what do you feed your dogs like it was everything what would you do if a dog bit you right now tell me right now it was it was crazy but then at the end of it he was like all right you're hired So oh, he was like, what do you think, Joel? I'm like, I love her. <laughs> Everyone was like, she I was seems like, I love her great. personality. Yeah. <laughs> I From knew one it. interview. Yup. And I was like, you're going to take my job. <laughs> and I'm going to make you the... She did. Yeah. Joelle trained me to be... Joelle <laughs> in much. the facility pretty much yeah so it, it, that actually was amazing because if I didn't work with Joelle and I worked with like I, it was just like the best experience honestly it like it really was we worked it was amazing it probably, we worked hand in I hand from the first time I met you I'm like this is gonna be great this is gonna work yeah um joyful Same. canine 
I had both my arms mauled and hospital. Oh. Yep. I have safety protocols now, but the owner lied about her dog. So I didn't know it was a human aggressive. Still Oof. nerve damage 14 months later, 13 punctures. Holy Oh shit. my God. I wonder that's what kind of dog. That's insane. Yeah, it would. It's good you went back, but I feel like for a lot of people, they would just be like, I'm done. Yeah, (laughs) for real. It'll mess you up. That's what I said when my mom's dog attacked me and bit me like nine times, but the dog is like eight pounds or something, but bit me like nine times. And I was like, you know what? You can live with this dog because if no one's going to be on the same page as me, then we're done because nobody wanted to correct that dog except for me. When you're the only one, you're the the only one. And then the dog's like, F you. You know what? I hate you. <laughs> like, everyone has to be united. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Allison said, I'm dying over the pooping in the car. Yes. <laughs> that really happened. But it was like 10 times worse with the owner. It was bad. Was like, he would spray it all over the car. He'd roll around in it. Like with us, it never got to that point because we had so much structure. It's true. But it was like the nugget. Mm-hmm. It would be a little nugget. Nugget. But not spraying into the seatbelt no, holders. But it was just and like stuff. you'd be driving, you're like, damn it. <laughs> Again. <laughs> just take you know those bag those poop bags that hang on the tail of the yes. dog like, <laughs> oh but he had like a nub tail he did he's a master <laughs> um let's see metal chicks has said haha the real test was can you handle how intense jeff can be yeah <laughs> that was the test at work he just like let us do our thing that's he, a good point never, he wasn't even confrontational or yeah. anything it wasn't like why are you doing this he would be like oh so what are you up to and i would tell him and he'd be like well okay <laughs> like he was so i think you got this like you know what you're doing or if he was training he was so like okay well why did you do that you know what i mean and i'd be like well i did it because of this and he's like well it didn't work so do something else and try again like that's literally how he like trained me it was like you know what do it again because that sucked and i was like oh okay so just try something else like he made me work at being a better dog trainer he wasn't like if you like hold the leash like this and do this then it'll be perfect he was like figure it out courtney same figure it out right now exactly how he trained me yeah and it worked really well i was like damn all right he does he makes you work he makes you troubleshoot he forces you to troubleshoot while he's supervising it's like so perfect that's almost like the what we have with our clients where you're not just like we're not just like do this, this, this. Right. Like, try. Try like, it. Don't be afraid to try. We'll something. be like, so that wasn't good. Do it again. Like we do that same thing. Mm-hmm. That was all from Jeff, though. He taught me that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you just give people the answers, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, it has like this dogmatic way, right? Like, it's oh, cookie cutter. Go up ten levels. Right. Another ten. It's like there's no gray area. Right. We know with dogs, there's a ton of gray area. Exactly. So they need to understand, like, it's okay to go outside, like the norm yeah figure things out um so yeah our go home sessions are definitely interesting i'm putting up raja's whole go home like all the sessions we've done with the owner i think there's four at this point it's all going to be inside the community so community members you're going to see it that's been great they've gone through a lot of transition raja and their owners um suzanne said what's a realistic amount of time that would be expected to send daily in training along with green to graduate working full-time out of the house concerns me that it not be enough training time it's enough you literally only need like an hour and a half of active training yeah so that's including your walks that's including your reps exactly most of the time dogs are just chilling right like everything else is like what we talk about in the calm to command again i just keep bringing up but like not giving the dog options to make bad choices, but having them 
able to make, like having Kate on break and being like, go ahead and make all the choices you want. But if you jump on the counter, you're going to get a correction. It's like micromanaging in that way. But it doesn't have to be like the dog is like actively doing obedience all day. He's not. No. Um, I will say most, most people get fully trained dogs just doing like an hour or so of training a day. Mm -hmm. You can even totally 30 in the morning, 30 at night. Totally. Um, Just make it fit your lifestyle. Ryan said biting Aussie, then potato made everyone at the Pearson seminar dislike black mouth curs. <laughs> he was a demon dog. I no. think Goose is mixed with a black mouth cur. He might be an Anatolian black sure. mouth cur. Potato Brutal. is not, I would never consider that dog a demon dog. Do you know him? He's what is stubborn. He's he a cur at the seminar. Oh, yeah. And he, like, what, he just gets very rigid. Like, if you try to get him to like, uh-huh. sit or anything, he's just mm-hmm. like, he's mm-hmm. like, I'm not doing it. Um, <laughs> Linda said, would love some tips for a dog lacking confidence. Overall, he's developed into a great stable dog, but if I take him to a farmer's market, meltdown. Can you share some specific exercises or drills? Or is it just exposure, exposure, exposure? Did Wes fart? Yeah, he did. It's ripping it ass over absolutely there. reeks over it, here. Brutal. That's a good question. And we cover it in the comments. I'm just kidding, but really we do. Because Cade Canadian. was like, oh, like even today, it's like, oh, Cade or yesterday. Oh, he's amazing in my neighborhood. He can literally be like off leash in my neighborhood. He's so good. Take him to the park. And it's like, I like, he just starts to fall apart. Like, there, of course, I. Sh- I'm just being hard on myself, though, because it's actually doing really, really well. But, you know, it's like something, it's sloppier. It's sloppier. It's worse. So I understand that. Also, farmer's market, shit, that's a hard off property to do. That's like our last, last, last thing thing we do. Go to a quiet store with no one in it where you're inside. There's not like squirrels, birds, dogs, people. It's like you're just very chill, quiet, and work your dog in public in just more calm scenarios. I would start, I think... Outside of grocery stores or mm, really parking lots, because mm-hmm. they see the people going in and out, but you can kind of like tuck yourself off yeah. to the side, yep. and not be like right in the way. So like we kind of build on our distractions. We're not just like, hey, let's go to the hardest place first. Yeah, just yeah. build it up, build it up, build it up. Allison said, "I'm picturing Courtney's interview as full exposure to Jeff's rant energy. It was. It he was. was on one that day. He literally was like, come on in.' Because you know what? We interviewed like thirty people already." And you're oh. just not having a good time. Jeff did tell me that. Like, yeah. Jeff was saying, like, we interviewed a bunch of people, so. Yeah. That's why when, like, because normally we would have people come back for, like, second and third interviews. When, after your first one, I'm like, fuck, please fucking hire her. brought me in for, just like, working. Her. Yeah. They were like, can you work for a little bit so we can see how you are with the dogs before we start paying you? And I was like, sure. And then after, like, a week, he was like, you're in. <laughs> you're <Yeah>. good. <clears throat> Jay Drink Walter said, have you guys ever gotten an aggressive Labrador to train? I feel like I never see full-bred labs in behavior mod videos. I don't know about full-bred, but definitely we had a, like, the dog in our resource guarding video was a lab, some sort of black lab, and he was intense. Labs can be resource guard. Like, they, yeah. they can do any behavior any other dog can. Um, I don't want to be, like, racist, but, like, the chocolate labs tend to be, like, kind of crazy. I've seen, like, crazy chocolate labs that are not, like, aggressive, but just, like, like yeah, that wild energy. Wild. Yeah. I, I mean, don't know why. dog, like, we've seen aggressive goldens. We've Absolutely. seen aggressive doodles. 100%. Oh, the doodles. Oh, any you want to talk a doodle. Being aggressive. For sure. For sure. Especially a dog like a lab because, like, mouthiness 
Mm -hmm. Like they definitely are more mouthy. I mean, people are like, oh, they have a soft mouth though. Yeah, right. I've met labs who are mouthy and they're like hurting you. My it's like, ow. used to take food so hard. Right? I'm like, scared to give them Right? Food. Yeah. God. Soft mouth my ass. Yeah. Joyful canine. The dog was intact. Backyard bred. Golden retriever lab mix. See? 90 uh -huh. pounds. There you go. Asshole, dominant jerk. I'm not a yellow dog fan now, unfortunately. Oh, Goose is yellow. <laughs> He's a good boy. Um, let's see. Joyful Canine said, if you can't figure it out yourself, though, how does he mentor you? Or you always figured it out? He wouldn't just, like, leave us. He would not hang in. He would be like, what do you think you should do? And I think and I was just right him. often. Or, try or he would say, try it. And then if it didn't work, he'd be like, try something else. And then when I did, he'd be like, see, that is what works. And it would be like, oh, okay, I get it now. Or it would be something so small. He'll be like, stop. He'll be yes. like, don't stand there. Like, yep. your body position yep. to there. You're yep. adding too much conflict for the dog. And then, like, literally, we'd make six inches of space and the dog Bam. would go in place. He's yeah. like, where your body was. Right. He would give us guidance, but he would almost, like, push us to figure it out ourselves. Exactly. Sometimes it is something pretty you gotta obvious, feel it. but you don't notice it because you're in it. You got to feel it. He'd even have us like videotape ourselves and he'd be yeah. like, watch the video. Yep. Like, True. What do you notice? True. Like he really made us analyze everything we did as trainers. And I feel like he's obviously trying to see like, can you do this without my exact guidance? And I don't have to be like, okay, step this way, do this. Okay. Hold the leash like this and do this and then say this and then say that because it's like, he can't be doing that 24 seven. He has to run a company. We're the trainers. Like, you know what I mean? Like we had to handle the dogs. So yeah. Yeah. I think the way you did it was amazing. <clears throat> Agreed. Agreed. Constance said, my hubs fell asleep last night with five-month-old on place untethered. She wandered into the whelping room, so I put her to bed. 6 a.m. this morning, I slipped on poop in my dark bathroom. Won't be doing that. Oh, oh my God. My we were God. just talking about earlier. We were like, man, she's always got a lot of young dogs like in her house. That's a lot to mm -hmm. handle. Because you can't even we predict things we're like, like that. Constance is like That's a badass. A yeah, we were like, mm -hmm. a lot of dogs you um sawblade said my dog loves working so much was charging the e-collar picked it up when it finished he ran in front of me and offered an eager sit for me to put it on him and start working oh i love it that's mm -hmm. good i and again that's something that we cover in the column to command whatever course where we're like okay like the energy of Cade was like so much for everything it was like he had that intensity but for everything and it would be like i'm gonna charge you for this charge you for the charge you for this sounds like your dog is enthusiastic and that's great that's totally different than what mm -hmm. we're talking about but oh my god what it's so he's bad like blowing it up <laughs> so bad he's blowing it up in here <laughs> oh, I can't oh my god holy shit my eyes are watering he's literally like asleep he's just like <laughs> ripping ass holy shit that's brutal susan said thank you what's the green to graduate fee for the program it's 297 but it's like that's cheaper than hiring any dog trainer yeah. and you'll get like incredible results incredible results uh two dogs and a dude oh billy hey i think solid canine may want to rethink their vision moving forward because youtube on a podcast is going to be way more attractive than jeffrey you may want to exploit this <laughs> oh you too yeah <laughs> real nice thanks barbara said courtney listening to you and fisher who you trained recognizes your voice you're very calming he quietly he's amazing him and goose were great friends he 
was amazing. He was so social, such a wonderful dog. Oh my god, I love him. Like when they hear Jeff the dog will like go to plates or whatever. It's like too many green graduate videos. Oh Fisher, send me a picture of him now. He was sweet, so cute. Let's see. Love Bernadoodles. Um, let's see. Two dogs and a dude. Sometimes I will allow. Vader, I'm assuming Vader, to come out the front door so the neighbors can see him because I live in a sketchy neighborhood. <laughs> if, just so just to intimidate. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't hurt a fly. No, he'd run. He'd so run. <laughs> Joyful Canine said, I'm sad you don't have a shadow mentor program anymore. Yeah, we do. Yeah, there's shadows. We just had a shadow student here. Yeah. Like, two weeks ago. Yeah, Chad was here. We were just talking to him. It's just like on a case, like we don't just take everyone. You have to apply. We have to have like an interview with you. Um... So we do it. Yeah. Just send us an email. It's why we don't, I don't even think there's a spot to like buy it on the website anymore because we really want to like, just make sure it's, you're like with Courtney 24 seven. Mm-hmm, so literally. Sure it's going to be a good match. Like, yeah. That's all. Damien said, hello guys. Great to hear both of you. Say hi to Jeff for us. Will do. Thanks. Billy said today, let Vader and George come outside while I was getting groceries out of the car and the neighbors were mowing their yards and they ran inside and left a lawnmower <laughs> running screaming. Oh, oh they I were, the neighbors were afraid. Oh boy. Vader and George, <laughs> they're like the most harmless dogs in the world. They look like cartoon characters standing next to each other. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Suzanne said, I'm afraid of failing my dog because I treat her like a human and kiss and hug her too much. Hence why she walks all over me and has no respect. Probably true. Probably true. Probably true. But there can be a... There's a balance. Like, listen, I smooch my dog. Same. Love him. Same. We talk our dogs. But guess what? If they step out of line, we're the first one to tell them to sit down. For real. Like, you can have both and it's not going to ruin the relationship. If anything, it makes it better. It does. The dog's like, thank you. I finally have clarity. Mm-hmm. I've been guessing what you want all this time. Exactly. Time it's not correct. So why don't you just tell the dog what you want? And then you can have a great relationship. Exactly. And they can go places with you and you're not confined to your house. Like that's not what we got dogs for. Right. So I know it sounds like it goes against human logic, but like enforcing boundaries with your dog is the kindest thing you could ever do. It for really them. is. It is. It's like they come to us for board and train. They're almost just like, thank you. They like fall in love with us. Yes. They literally have this like relationship where they're with Courtney. He's obsessed. And I don't not kiss him. I do not pet him. Does not baby talk him. No. Very limited in affection as in like only when he's, I just don't really give affection that much. Honestly, you'll see it. And I have no relationship with Kate. I'm just the lady holding the camera. But yes, I feel safe around him. Mm-hmm. I did grab his leash for the very first time today. I did That's right. I did the recall. Mm-hmm. But I never once was like, oh, shit, this dog's oh, going to bite me. But he's guess gonna what? Tag me Three now. weeks ago, I would have been like, oh, shit, this dog's going to bite me. Right. So just the work that Courtney has done. That didn't involve. made him a safer dog. Affection really yeah. pretty much at all. Not that you can't give your dog affection. I'm not saying that at all, but it has to be a balance. Billy says, I want to see a Courtney and Joelle podcast. You're watching it right it's now. Here. We're live. On what would Joelle and Courtney do? <laughs> it's, it's the same subject. It's, it's, the same. it's the same. Uh, Ari says, for NCS, can you say no or do you not say no since it's not correction? Ooh, good question. That's a great question. So, there was a time, okay? <laughs> this is how smart dogs are. There was a time where we would say no on NCS, but guess what? When it's real life and your dog is, let's say, hanging out on place, you know damn well that e-collar might not be around your neck or right next to you. 
So if the dog steps off place and you say no, dog's going to run back to place, right? Because you they you patterned the no. But now you're missing those important NCS reps. So now the dog is just beating the sim. It's not getting enough reps in of what sim actually means. When you go to correction now at higher levels, the dog's confused as fuck. Right. So it actually hinders your training process. So when dogs are on NCS, we will keep the remotes, you know, generally close by. And let's say a dog steps off place. We just grab the remote, silently put pressure Pressure on. on. Dog's like, oh, I feel sim. I think I'll go back to place Mm -hmm. now. And now you're getting those reps in. So the dog is well-versed on the remote. Very well-versed. When I feel sim, I go back to doing what I was doing. That way, when your corrections come and you say no and do a higher level tap, dog's like, oh yeah, duh, better get my ass back. That's to where place. we start like distraction work is yes. in NCS. We're like, oh, and then when the dog gets up, we're just like, pressure on without saying no, without saying any words at all, dog goes back. We add the no when we're getting to those higher levels, when we're getting to correctional, when we know the dog it can be held highly accountable. That's when we actually start saying no. Yeah. Because again, like, you just don't want to miss your NCS reps. Yeah. Like they're so important. The Seriously. dog needs to know what to do when it feels sim around distractions. If you skip that step, you're going to have a very confused dog. Um, we I think we spend the most time on NCS. Literally really. the most time because CS is like a session, a session to get to NCS. And then once we're on NCS, we're like, let's build on NCS for a while, a while. before we move to correctional and the no. Um. Joyful dog said, maybe give Jeff a break and do Courtney and Joelle one time a week. <laughs> Entirely up to Courtney. Like, she <laughs> has so much going on. I'm here. With dogs, and now we're having our courses. She's soon enough, she's going to be like, this is not what I signed up for. Yet. No, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> um, I mean, we could try and make it a thing. I don't yeah, know. I'm, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm down. I'm for it. Billy said, every time I watch this podcast on my TV, Vader just stares at it. He loves you both. Dude, I'm oh, sure. That's I so cute. Vader. I love him, too. He's actually he's so good. the sweetest dog. Once he warmed up to my house, he was so happy. Even when, like, my boyfriend came home, he would be like, oh, I love this guy. I don't want him to touch me. But, like, yeah. he's great. His little tail <laughs> Yeah. He was so sweet. Joyful Canine said, oh, my God, perfect. I'll email you. Sounds good. Sweet. Yes. Billy said, thank you so much for your support. George went through his first round of chemo. came out like a champ. Thank oh, you. I'm oh, I'm so glad. glad. Poor George. Are you excited? If I'm giving a client, how many reps of priming CS before NCS do they do it all each day? You mean all in like one day? Yeah, no, you wouldn't. No. Priming is like all the leash work technically. So like that could take a few days. Right. Like we get through our foundation work anywhere from like what, three to five days? Yeah, with just the leash work. I mean, yeah, with the leash work, yeah. I a few days. If the dog knows nothing, then yeah, a few days of like but most dogs come to us knowing some stuff. Kind of true. But definitely starting with the leash. And then and then if I'm gonna do priming to CS to NCS with a command. One session will be only one command. Yeah. It's not like I'm like priming and doing CS and NCS for like tons of stuff. Like the recall off place, the out, the go to place. The, no, it's like one session, CS to NCS is one single command. And then the session's over when yeah. it's done. Like, yeah. yeah. It just gets too confusing that way. Like, yeah. Once they're well-versed on it, like yes. I say, like once they're a few days into NCS and we have a leash drag, like sure, bounce them around yes. the room. Here, yes. down, place. Right. But- when they're first learning, it's one command at a time. Right. And it's like one stage at a time. So you mm-hmm. get your priming done, then you do your CS, then you do your NCS. Right. So you have to build on each level. 
Suzanne said, what does NCS mean? Non-compliant sim. So basically it's e-collar lingo. Once your dog is e-collar trained, they understand what it means. You're basically teaching them another language and they know their commands. They start to, what we get to what we call avoidance training, where they start avoiding the e-collar sim. So let's say you tell your dog down, they don't down. We put sim on, which is technically non-compliant sim. They're feeling sim because they didn't comply. It stays on at a working level until the dog downs and then the sim goes away. Or we guide them into the down or depending on the stage they're at, like, and then the sim goes away. Yeah. Yup. Joyful Canine said, can you not say no for barking if the owner is in baby room on second floor? She can't shout from the second floor. You don't have to say no, just correct. Yeah. Yeah. We just correct barking all the time without saying no. Mm Mm-hmm. Constance said, I love seeing you guys, but I do miss Jeff's morning show. I've tuned in every day for a year. He's part of my daily routine. No one rants like Jeff. Please pass along our love and support. It is weird. I will tell you. The house is so quiet. I don't realize how quiet it is until he's gone. (laughs) He's just such a loud person. I'll be like just waking up in the morning, drinking my coffee. He's like, what are you Oh, I have this great idea. <laughs> He's just loud. He's very loud. His voice projects. All we have is Wes's farts now. Yeah, great. <laughs> uh, two dogs and a dude said, I hope you guys are paying Courtney well because she is your business. Courtney rocks. Yes, they I are. Think, I think she's happy. It's great. I have a whole house. Yeah. <laughs> Joyful canines that even working NCS, et cetera, you can still immediately correct bad behavior. Example, counter surfing, right? While working low levels regularly. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's like, that's our big thing. And everyone says that's like wrong. Right. Because then it'll mess up your obedience. But it's like, it doesn't. I've never seen a dog because day one, let's say we have a habitual barker come in and they're freaking out in the kennel. We have to quiet them down. We address it immediately. We have to give them a correction. And then we'll start e-collar conditioning like, Three, four days later, right. you do just fine. Exactly. It's totally different sensations. Like, yeah. Totally different. Yeah. Um, Sandy said, Miss Jeff, but you girls are amazing. Thank, Thank you. you. Two dogs and a deuce. It's so nice to hear a podcast without the word next. <laughs> I always think you're not <laughs> using next at all. <laughs> I'm reading the questions too. I'm just nosy. That's why. <laughs> I do the same thing. Like, <laughs> um, Helly May Canine said, Aloha, Joelle. It's been a while. It's Kehau. Oh, hey, Kehau. She says, Aloha, Courtney. Welcome. Hi. Hey, Kehau. Hope Hawaii is treating you well. I haven't been to Hawaii in forever. I got to get back there. Isn't the last time you went, you were working at the facility at the facility with? Yeah. It was like 2021. That was a long time ago. I know. Wow. Um, let's see. Arik said to clarify, when I give assignments to my clients, I would tell them to do priming CS NCS on day one. But one day, two, three, four, only NCS. I mean, pri- like leash work. Two, three, four, only NCS. Leash work has to, you have to get all the leash work down solid before you start with CS. I mean. Yeah. As so in, like, if this is like a brand new one-on-one, let's right. say, does the dog already know it's obedience, like on a leash? Like, do they know down verbally? Right. Because we wouldn't move to remote until the dog 100% knows the command. Knows it verbally, knows it if Around I leash pressure down, knows it. And then like, if I pop the leash in a downward direction, does the dog go down? Like, do they understand the okay, leash to that extent? Yes, knows it all. Okay. Okay. So then, yeah, you would so do then, yeah. Yeah, I guess theoretically with the right dog, you could get from priming, priming to CS to NCS, NCS in yes. like a session. You mm-hmm. could do that with one command at a time or something where, yeah, yeah, 
two commands in a session, but with a break in between or just something like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Suzanne said, thank you for your patience and great explanations. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. Because I think, Suzanne, you're pretty new to the show. So thanks for sticking around. I'm glad we didn't scare you away. <laughs> Joyful Canine said, what about Angelo's homeschooling? <laughs> he's doing it. Yeah, he's split job doing it. the beauty of homeschool. He can do his assignments from anywhere. Yes. It's all virtual, online stuff. Um. Okay, I think we got through all of them. We did all the questions. Are we like late, running late? We are. Oh, okay. I wasn't late, sure. We I don't care. It. Like, let's do it. I love this. Let's go to nine. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Keep let's going. go. <laughs> We're out of questions. So you guys will see on Friday the live training obviously we can't show you mm. every single thing we're doing with Cade, but we're going to show like the key stuff like how to teach a settle everyone's always asking like how do you mm-hmm. teach a dog to settle right that's a huge one it's huge like every dog should know settle and it's not even just like oh it's easy once you say settle and tap a button they will do it it's like there are scenarios where the dog isn't going to settle or it's going to be we're more challenging do it around his owner yeah until like the you know settle the session before the go home he finally started to be like oh okay and they were like oh my god like challenged me on that for so long for whatever reason it was weird only around her though only around the owner he's just like i can't i gotta stare at her so aroused um so we're gonna teach settle yep we're gonna teach how to like how to like almost bring the excitement around the word break mm. down. Because how many dogs you say break and they fucking go nuts. <gasps> oh my God. That's paid. Yes. So we're going to show you how to stop that. Right. We're going to show you how to be like, take this highly aroused dog through thresholds and like get him outside without him being like, oh, I'm going to tear through the house and go crazy. So it's just like all these calming exercises you can be doing with your dog in the home to make the dog much more enjoyable to live with. <laughs> I would, yeah. Yeah. Definitely check out the live. And then if you like, like what you see and you're like, wow, I have like so many questions about how they got to here and how they did this. The calm to command chorus, I'll say it again, is probably my favorite course that we've ever made right now. Cause we just yeah. talk in so, and I, it's just so deep. Our cafe talk. They just edited. So good. It's so good. Right? I'm like, damn. We're on it. It really, it's good content, you guys. It's yep. solid. And it's covering like a little bit of everything. Like all yeah. the stuff that everyone's struggling with, right? My dog already knows obedience, but. Even dog trainers struggle with it. So even if you're a dog exactly. trainer being like, ugh, you know, state of mind with this dog is kind of tough. It's like, great. I, look at that course because it's going to change everything that you're doing. Like so far we've covered leash reactivity, bike reactivity, Squirrel reaction. He had it all. Whining, <laughs> incessant whining in the kennel. Um, inability Extreme. to even like walk in a normal heel. Everything with him was just like so <clears throat> intense. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. That's his attitude, He's though. Like, ah! And then, like, if you gave him a correction, he's like, <laughs> that's what would happen corrections literally made this dog go into drive like give him a little like no don't do that and he's like take it i take that it's like why just like come down dude and it's like we haven't been able to like make a course like this because exactly exactly that's what that's why this course is so good like the dog you can see every joelle today or yesterday we were literally like that is a picture perfect example of exactly what we're talking about the cafe yeah that was like it was textbook silent conversations we have with dogs all day long he was like looking at somebody yeah a little too intensely facing the wrong way did like a silent conversation on the remote he literally spun 100 percent around i was just like 
I don't yep. see a person. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. It was textbook. You guys are going to love it. Yeah. Seriously. Constance said, is it live? Like active? Not yet. So Just, it's, it drops Friday. So be on the lookout. Yeah. The live. Wait, the, the live. Li- is... So the live training, the free live training is Friday. And yeah. then the course launches also Friday. Right. So Friday's a big day. <laughs> <laughs> but technically it's like under pre-sale because we're not done. Kate's still with us for like another 10 days. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just going to keep adding and adding and adding to it. It's going to be a good one. So good. I love it so much already. Oh my God. Ryan said, do you guys remember Mayfield? Yes. <gasps> yeah. Oh my God. How is he? He was so like little and cute. Sweet. His little floppy ears. and his little. Oh my God. I loved remember. him. We remember like all our client dogs. It's hard to not. And it's so weird because you wouldn't think after thousands of dogs that you would remember. But somebody says do. the name like, and you're just like, oh, yes. Every memory of that dog. Way. He was... He was so good. He was like fully off leash with the pack. We were all like obsessed with him because he wasn't obsessed. aggressive. Obsessed. We like, Everyone was like, we were like, wait, me next. I'm working him today. Ryan that dog was great. So good. Yes. Good. I love that for you. Love it. I'm gonna tell Morgan about that because she was there when, when he was there. Him. We loved him. God, what a cute dog. Such a good Super boy. Cute. I'm glad he's doing well. Me too. Mm-hmm. I wonder how big he is. He probably <laughs> got pretty big. He probably got huge. He seemed mm-hmm. like he was gonna get big. God, he's so cute. Omar says, hey, ladies. Hey. hey we're just about to wrap it up because we are donezo. <laughs> so we'll see you all live on Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Can people ask questions? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's that live. We're both going to be mic'd up. Okay, um, cool. But I figure you'll be doing like most of it and I'll just be like talking in the background. Whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ryan said he's like 60, 70 pounds. <gasps> Oh my god! Yeah, he did. He did. Oh my god, what a cute dog. Sandy said, "I feel like I'm getting the course right now. You two did amazing. Thank you." All right, everybody. We'll see you Friday. Hey, we love you. you Haven't registered for the course? Um, check the link. I posted it. It's right in the comments. So we'll see you guys Friday. Bye. Bye. Can you hit um? Okay.